0: Hello and welcome back to Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews in the podcast form. Today we're talking about the long-awaited sequel in the Mission Impossible franchise, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Yes, that's right. It's a two-parter. This mission is so impossible that it's actually going to take two films. And this first one was almost three hours. If that gives you any indication of where, uh, where they could be headed with this. Dead Reckoning picks up. Somewhat after the events of Mission Impossible Fallout. This is the third film Christopher McQuarrie has written and directed. Starring Tom Cruise back as Ethan Hunt. Returning again or Simon Pegg as Benji. Bing Rames as Luther. We've also got Rebecca Ferguson coming back as Ilsa. And then we've got newcomer Haley Atwell. And this time around, the villain is not something you could really put a face on. As in the real world is happening now, AI is evolving, and the threat to the world in the IMF in this latest Mission Impossible is an artificial intelligence that can access any data, can get into any network, any government, and the team needs to stop it before it grants and gets complete access to all the world's mainframes and servers and all their data. So it's, it's an interesting take for this franchise because there's not really a face for the villain. You know, you might have a conduit or someone who's kind of working for the AI. But the film also never gets overly technical in terms of what its AI is capable of doing outside of, you know, de-scrambling code, sending weird messages, sending you wrong directions, things like that. And I don't totally want to go too much into the plot. And I only say that because I think my biggest issue with this film is that it sacrifices story and characters in favor of the action. And that's not to say that this isn't some of the most insane and incredible action that you've seen in not only a Mission Impossible film, but in any film ever, because it is. I mean, there's some freaking brilliant stuff in here. There are some unbelievable action set pieces that really get long periods of time in the film to kind of fully flesh out and just utilize their entire area and you know it's amazing and i'm like always impressed by how they one-up themselves tom cruise is nothing short of a stunt genius and everything he and macquarie have created in their working relationship over these last few films you know it just gets better and better but the the way we were headed it felt like after fallout was okay you know we've got benji luther and now we've got elsa You know, Jeremy Renner was left behind at one point. I don't know when that happened, but, you know, I liked when he was a part of the group. But, you know, we're really starting to get to know Ilsa well. And the film introduces Haley Atwell as a new character here, and she's great. I think, you know, she works incredibly well with Tom Cruise. They've got a fantastic chemistry. And, you know, I don't know what direction they're going to take things with her, perhaps, You know, maybe I do, maybe I don't, but her inclusion, unfortunately, kind of sidelines Ilsa, as if you've kind of got to choose between one woman or the other, in the sense that, you know, we can't have two women leading the film, you know. So, you know, Rebecca, Ilsa's going to have to take a back seat, and it's not just Ilsa that kind of takes a back seat as well. You know, Luther and Benji are kind of just like parrots in this movie, it felt like. You know, there's a lot of heavy-handed exposition in this movie to kind of get you set up. And here's what's happening in the world. And here's what's happening in this specific situation. And it happens a lot, actually. Which really kind of surprised me compared to a lot of the last films. But, you know, the guys will just kind of be like, yep, we need to finish this mission. And then the other one's like, yep, we need to finish this mission. It's like, okay, glad that, glad that everybody got it and understood the mission. But... I don't know, it just felt a little detached for me in terms of my emotional involvement. You know, shifting gears, I was on the edge of my seat for almost every single stunt that they were doing because it was just ridiculous and absolutely insane how they were able to pull it off. And, you know, on that side of things, you know, this film was a huge success. I mean, it's a monumental triumph to everything that these guys can create the craft of stunt work in general, the ability to tell stories in live action, you know, with as few visual effects as you can, it's just insanely impressive and masterful work that they're doing. But again, you know, I'm I'm the weirdo who usually is like, yeah, I need more time with movies. I want longer movies for all these reasons. There were a few, Of those set pieces where I was kind of like, wow, this is like really going on longer than I thought it would. You know, I'm like, I'm invested. I'm like, we're like 10, 15 minutes into this whole action sequence and we're still going. And it's like, damn, okay. And that's kind of those moments where I was like, "Mm, you sure we don't want a little plot or character development in there? Or just the old team ragtagging and going back and forth and shooting the shit. But unfortunately not. Now, granted, to go back again, you've got scenes in this movie that certainly draw to mind comparisons from even recent films. There's a whole sequence that takes place in Rome where Tom Cruise and Haley Atwell are navigating the streets, descending steps, you know, cutting through side alleys. And if it feels familiar, you know, we just saw a car chase that takes place in Rome in Fast X that came out a month or so ago. But... This movie completely destroys the car movie franchise. Like those guys are supposed to be good at creating realistic-looking, incredible car chase sequences, and Mission Impossible just blew them out of the water. I mean, watching it as it was happening, it was like this is like laughable how bad theirs was in comparison. Because uh, the chase sequence of this movie is incredible. It's amazing. They you know continuously manage to one up themselves, and every time. I'm kind of surprised. And, you know, there's another sequence where I'm sure if you've seen the trailers, you see there's some fighting on a train. There was some train fighting in Indiana Jones recently, which was fine, you know, especially when it's like younger DH, CGI, Harrison Ford. You're like, "Eh, it's all right. It was mostly fine. But again, fighting on a train in Mission Impossible looks like the most incredible thing ever. And it just blows everything out of the water. And it's just incredible how this franchise has continued to stay up with the times to compete with some of the greatest franchises and action films of all time and just do what they're doing, but better. And they're doing that a lot. So, you know, technically this movie is a marvel. The stuff that they're doing, I'm sure you've seen in some behind-the-scenes footage. You know, something I was talking about with uh, my good friend Aaron who's the host over at Feelin' Film Podcast. We actually kind of talked about this film and the franchise itself and kind of where we rank everything. But, you know, one thing we were talking about is if you spent any time at a movie theater seeing Avatar in IMAX, anything else in IMAX, if you spent time on YouTube or just even regular TV, a trend these days with a lot of movies, unfortunately, is they're going to give you all this behind-the-scenes footage, We're going to show you how we made this incredible, crazy stunt. And you're going to see it over and over again. It's like, oh my God, I got to go see this. That's incredible. And then there's this experience that when you're there watching the movie, you're kind of like, all right, even though I'm watching this for the first time, I've already seen this. And I'm invested. But I already know what's going to happen. And it was this weird, there were a couple moments watching this movie where I was like, oh, if I had not seen that, When I'd gone to the theaters, or if they would have just given us like a cooler little extended trailer, I think it would have played a lot better for all audiences. Cause it's a great stunt and it's unbelievable what they're doing. But you're like, oh, well, I know exactly how it works. And you're kind of like waiting for it when you're watching the movie. You're like, all right, when are they gonna do this? That was the thing about Rogue Nation where, you know, we're learning that Tom Cruise is hanging on the the side of a cargo plane. And everyone's like, oh my God, I can't imagine how crazy the scene's gonna be. And I think they were really smart because it's the first scene in the movie. It's like, you know what? Get it out of the way. We're going to dazzle with you right away. And then, boom, you're into the unknown. And I almost wish that would have been the case here. But watching the movie, you'll understand why it couldn't have been. Submission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Freaking entertaining as hell. You're going to go see this movie. You absolutely should go see this movie. See it in IMAX, see it in the biggest format. Before Barbie and Oppenheimer take over. But uh, but also just, you know, I, I have these conversations with some people because they're like, dude, it sounded like you loved the movie then. And I'm like, and I did. I did for the most part. And you know, these are filmmakers and actors and people working behind the scenes like at the top of their game. And so I think it's fair that we can just ask a little bit more on that storytelling and character side. I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to nitpick, but I think what separates it from something like a ghost protocol or even rogue nation is just that full emotional investment where you're like, okay, you know what? I love these guys and I would hate to see something bad happen to them. Or it's just the most enjoyable thing, watching them all succeed and bicker and banter. And of course at the last second, you know, they're just going to get it done. But you know, there's a little bit of that here left a little bit to be desired for me I should say but incredible movie watch the others if you haven't seen them I mean you can go see this not having seen the others because they do a pretty good job of you up to speed on what the IMF is and what they're doing in that impossible mission force thanks again for listening guys take a look at the website or social media pages got a new logo up You know, we got all sorts of good Lincoln bio goodies now on all our social media platforms, getting everything into a a nice, cohesive look across all platforms. So as always, your support, your listening, and everything you're reading is beyond appreciated and why I do this. So thanks again, and we'll talk soon about some great digital releases.